0: Welcome to the Lose Your Cravings podcast, taking a different approach to a seemingly endless problem with your host, Kisa Amaro, Certified Integrative Health Coach. Welcome back, my friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, and I help ambitious women transform their negative body image and obsession with weight into body confidence so they can show up fully in their life and their career. And hey, if you would like more support in reducing your cravings or emotional eating so you can maintain a healthy weight for good, feeling control around food, then I invite you to schedule a complimentary call with me on this call. I will share with you the exact blueprint you need to reduce your cravings for good. There is no obligation on the call, but if you would like to continue working with me, I would be happy to show you what that would look like. I only open up a few of these calls each week. So if you would like support in reducing your cravings and in your emotional eating, then head on over to the show notes and follow my calendar link to book a call. I'd love to chat with you. Okay, friends, onto our topic for this episode. I am going to share with you all what I've learned from my overeating, from the process of healing my emotional eating, uh, my overeating, and healing my relationship with food. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I, um, I'm still getting over a little bit of a cold, so I apologize for my little throat Uh, coughs, whatever you want to call them, clearing my throat. (laughs) Now, if you all don't know my story, I struggled with overeating, binging, cravings for decades. I grew up in an environment that emphasized a specific body type, which was a body type that I didn't have. So I began dieting, which basically meant that I was restricting calories, eating low fat in order to lose weight. Now, this restriction only led to overeating and binges. And this cycle went on for decades. And I can't believe I'm saying decades, but it's true, my friends. (laughs) I kind of laugh about it now, but like looking back, I'm like, wow, that was a, a huge part of my life that I spent with this struggle. When all was said and done, I was left with a distorted view on food and my body. I used food to cover up unwanted emotions, and I struggled with massive cravings. After trying all the things and all the diets, I knew I had to do something different. Being super restrictive with food and then binging on food and beating myself up for it was not working. I was going insane. I was trying the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Now, yes, maybe the foods I restricted were different each time, but it was the same cycle of go on a diet and restrict food, crave the food I was restricting, and then eventually binge on food I was restricting, leaving me in a spiral of guilt and shame for overeating. Now, doesn't that sound fun? (laughs) No. So I had to do something different. There just came a time where I'm like, enough. Like This is not working. I cannot spend the rest of my life doing this. It's exhausting. So I had to do something different. And when I started to approach my relationship with food with compassion and curiosity, I realized that my food habits were based on the fact that I had been restricting food, the thoughts I had around food, and my emotional eating. I shifted my mindset from shame and blame and feeling guilty for overeating to that of curiosity and compassion. When I did this, I found the path to reducing my overeating. I asked myself, what can I learn from this? Instead of, I can't believe you did this again. You're such a failure. And when I shifted to curiosity and compassion, I learned so much about myself so much about my relationship to food and my relationship to myself. There are many things I learned from my overeating and the process I took to shift out of it, but I wanted to share five things I learned from this process of healing my emotional eating. So you know that there is good in this process, right? That there is learning and growth in this process, that this process was Not easy, but it was 100% worth it, right? So the first thing I learned um, was the reason why I was overeating, right? For such a long time, I just thought it was like, you know, I there was something wrong with me or I didn't have enough willpower or I just couldn't control myself, right? I thought there was something inherently wrong with me. Flawed with me. But through my self study and healing my relationship to food, I discovered two reasons why I was overeating. Number one, because I was restricting food and I was physically hungry, right? I just was not eating enough. And number two, because I was using food to cover up an unwanted emotion, an uncomfortable emotion. I was emotionally eating. I realized that I was stuck in diet culture. I believed that in order for me to lose weight, I had to eat less and exercise more. So I always was on some kind of diet. I was restricting food in an unhealthy way. This restriction would cause me to crave food, especially the ones that I restricted, like ice cream, cookies, bread, and chocolate, right? After a while, my cravings would get so intense, I would give in and eat all the food I was restricting, sending me into a binge. So what if I stopped restricting food and learned how to eat food in moderation? Right? I learned how to eat ice cream in moderation, chocolate chip cookies in moderation. And yes, it was scary, But that's what I did. That's what I had to do. I learned how to eat ice cream in moderation, to let go of the scarcity of foods, to know that they were always available. And guess what? That made me crave them less. When I knew that they were just available to me at any time and I didn't have to feel guilt or shame around eating it, my cravings reduced. I didn't have that scarcity mindset. Now, going back to the other reason I was overeating was because I was using food to buffer or numb myself from uncomfortable emotions. I was an emotional eater. It took me a while to realize this because I was so out of tune with my emotions and the habit loop was delegated to my lower brain and would just happen automatically. That I didn't realize I was eating ice cream because I was lonely. I just thought I had an intense craving for it. And that I did. I craved sweets because I didn't want to feel lonely or stressed or agitated. And therefore, I ate food to cover up the unwanted feeling. So I had to figure out how to process my emotions in a healthy way that didn't include food. And not just process my emotions, but I had to like get in touch with them. I had to better understand them, right? And that's what I did. I used tools to help me understand, process, and allow my emotions in a healthy way so that I didn't overeat. Next, I learned that I had a poor relationship with food, (laughs) that I saw foods as good And bad and that was creating a restrict binge cycle for me and that this is not normal my friends or a healthy way to look at food I totally thought it was normal I thought everybody looked at food this way (laughs) but it's not I saw ice cream and chocolate as bad and when I would eventually give in and eat it I would think that I was a bad person that I had done something wrong that this was something I was ashamed of. And the same was true for when I ate good foods like salads or broccoli. I would think that I was good, that I was doing it right and that I was worthy, right? I was worthy because I ate broccoli today, right? I believed that I believed that my worth was based on what I ate. If I ate good food, I was worthy. And if I ate bad food, I wasn't worth worthy. And this is not healthy, my friends. So I had to let go of the idea that food is good or bad. I had to see all foods for what they truly are. Molecules put together that give our bodies fuel. Right? They fuel our bodies. They give our bodies energy. That's all. Food is just food. It's not inherently good or bad. It just is. Now I eat ice cream without feeling guilty. I don't see it as a bad food or good food, but just as food. And the crazy thing is, is that I don't overeat it anymore because I don't see it as bad and that I shouldn't eat it. Okay, my friends, next, I learned that I had a lot of unconscious thoughts going through my head that were creating desire and causing overeating for me. So they're creating like this desire, this want for the food, the craving for the food. I learned that my thoughts create my feelings, which drive my actions. So if I'm overeating or giving into cravings, then there is a thought driving that action. I had to get curious about my thoughts around food. Like the good food and bad food thoughts, like the I deserve this, like the just one bite won't hurt, like the that will make me fat or, you know, you will never lose weight. Those thoughts, all of these thoughts and many more were creating feelings like desire, frustration, stress, permission, And those feelings drove me to eat the very foods I wanted to stay away from. So I had to look at my thoughts, examine them and see if they were serving me. If they were not, I had to shift out of them. Now this step was very tedious, but so worth it. I worked for weeks, months, and even years being aware of my thoughts around food and shifting out of the thoughts that didn't serve me. In fact, this is still a tool I use today. When I shifted my thoughts around food, I shifted my feelings to that of neutral, peace, indifference, openness. And those feelings drove me to do other things besides overeat food or feel guilty for eating food. Next, I learned that I can look at my body differently and that I can accept my body as it is right now. That I didn't have to change it in order to accept it or even like it. I always thought that I would like my body when, when I lost weight, when I weighed X amount. I was comparing my body to people who had ideal body types. And I wanted my body to look like theirs, but my, my genetics just don't work like that. (laughs) I had to come to terms with reality. I had to understand how my body was made. I had to let go of the comparison game and the wanting to be something that I wasn't. I started looking at my, looking at what my body does for me on a daily basis. I created thoughts about my body that were neutral versus hateful and harmful. I realized that I didn't have to change my body in order to like or accept it. I didn't have to weigh a certain amount or wear a certain size. I could just accept my body as it is now and be grateful for all the things that it does for me on a daily basis that I often take for granted. Now, the last lesson I'm going to share with you on this episode is that I learned that I can do hard things. Through the process of understanding my overeating and emotional eating and working towards reducing it and managing my emotions in a healthy way, I realized that I can do hard things. This process wasn't easy. In fact, it was probably one of the most difficult emotional things that I've had to do in my life. I had been ignoring my emotions for decades, and it took time and effort to figure out how to allow them and process them without food. This process isn't easy, but if you can do this, you will know that you can do hard things. In fact, I know that you can do hard things. And this will bleed into other areas of your life into relationships, into your work or career, into physical goals, and your spiritual journey, you will understand and realize that you can do hard things. If you can conquer your emotional eating, you can do anything. I have worked on my overeating and emotional eating. Um, I understand it now and I know how to process and allow my feelings without using food. And if I can do that, if I can work through this process and go through the discomfort that that takes, I know I can do hard things. Okay, my friends, this is all I have for you today. I hope that by talking about my story and what I've learned from the process of reducing and healing my emotional eating, that you can find a glimmer of hope or a spark of inspiration to face your emotional eating, to get curious about it and face it once and for all. If you like what you heard on this podcast, I invite you to head on over to iTunes and leave an honest review. This helps us show up higher on the search results and therefore we can reach and help more people. Or better yet, share this episode with somebody who you think would benefit from it. I'd greatly appreciate it. And join me for my next episode where I share with you the four steps to addressing and healing your emotional eating. You will not want to miss this, my friends. Until next time, bye.